Dream Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children, one of both us confined to a wheelchair, and the other two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't said that in a while. We're back, it seems. <laughs> what TV show was that? <laughs> What's it like? It was like a daytime TV show with, um, like a, I forgot the woman's name. Oh. Like she was selling houses or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I have got a job, by the way. <laughs> I ain't backing it. Michael ain't backing it. Well, we've been away for a while. I guess you need an explanation for that. Why not? Um, life gets Life away. sucks. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I've That's been, mine and Darren's. I've been in Horsham, if you know where that is. Pretty much a shit home. Unless I, you're from Horsham. I, I still love this place, I still know, know, know where that is on the map, but I know it's because of Brian. So, you know, there you go. All you need to know is that Michael is on his way to becoming Ballon d'Or winner of Marriage of the Year. That's what I'm saying. Is that a thing? That is a thing. Oh, it is a thing. It's a thing. I didn't know it was called Ballon d'Or. Call yourself a man. Life goals, Michael. Reach high. Sam Pauli came third. Thief pro manager of the year. Thief pro manager. Hey, bro. Sam Pauli came third. Five, six years ago. Not many people knew who he was. Bro, I ain't coming third, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Come on, what's this, man? What is this? I, I forgot. We ain't done this in so long. Is this a it's, it's, football podcast? Oh, so banter. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what I, I, I bring to the podcast. I'm the funny man. Ha <laughs> ha! Have laughs, my people. He's he's the funny man. Pause awkward silence for two seconds. All right, cool. Well, fart. <laughs> okay. Shall we get going? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting right next to you. you know? I know. I said fart. Boy, did you guys not laugh, though? And then fart. What a prick. <laughs> Oh, that stinks as well. Oh, Bask in the aroma that is my... This audio only. So, so, that so, is. Stress you know, audio so, so basically, for anyone that ever wants to appear on the pod in the near future, you know, he comes in his cake, he will fart for He you. farts all over you. That, that's you how he treats his guests. By the way... I that mean, sounded weirdly sexual. If you want to skip the first two minutes of this podcast, it's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. Only two minutes, God damn. Yeah, I beg you to start again. <laughs> Nah, nah, okay. nah. Let's let's not do that. Let's let's, let's oh, Where should we start? Where do should we start? Um, oh, fuck fuck's sake. You just, know what bruv, you want to do? You want to work just, with slapping in it? Have a slapping or the bottle job in it? So let's just do it. <laughs> that's the name. The slapper got the bottle job. That's it. That's the name of the podcast. There like. you go. We're already done. Three yeah. minutes in, we got the name. Sadly, we ain't got we ain't got no pride in this podcast because oh. we both support. We trash. We all yeah. We all support Fucking trash. Disappointed again. Where should we start? Though I, I guess. West Ham and Master were the first game that week. Okay. And yeah. so let's start there. I feel like Kale should say his opinions on Arsenal. <sighs> yeah, go ahead, man. Have fun with this. You do it, to be honest. We haven't had a Kale Arsenal rant since the Wenger is the ostrich days. Well, uh, if, you, if you need a rant, just go listen to that podcast because I've, I've said all I need to. I'm, uh, what can I say? I, I told you so. You're vindicated, is that what you say? I, I don't feel vindicated. I feel sorely disappointed. Um, Wenger, 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 Wenger. So what's your take on the game? Wenger, 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 Wenger. Wenger, 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 you cunt. Wow. You absolute see you next Tuesday, dick bastard. That made no sense. But fuck you, Wenger. Fuck it. We're calling a podcast that. Fuck you, Wenger. You don't know why. You don't know why. Because you edit. You don't know why. No, yeah, well, one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but two, Wenger is the most incompetent manager there has ever been. 
frustrated. It doesn't matter if you can score from 10 yards when you're a defender that doesn't know how to mark target men, doesn't know how to win aerial duels against target men. Carry on. I mean, yeah, that's one. Gabriel, I don't know where he found He's been from. shocking recently, he by the way. He's been dreadful. He's uh, up there with Fides Mori. I mean, uh, what else? Andy Carroll. We saw Andy Carroll. Instead of, uh, you know, bringing on like a six foot four, and I quotation mark, big fucking German to defend against uh, him, who's clearly going to use aerial balls as an offensive tactic to score goals, which, in British's credit, what? Worked out well. It's got We all knew it would. As we all knew it would. But uh, yeah, it's incompetence all the way down to Wenger. I mean, I think, what was it? The, the uh, Arsenal uh, Twitter page, they tweeted like a day after that when Ramsey came on, that flick that he did over the defenders was one of the best moments of that match. So you can tell wait, from, wait, wait. from... That there from, is the problem. From the board to the manager... To the players, to the the players that look bereft of confidence, which once again adds up to the manager, and to the social media team, they're living in their own fucking fantasy. They think that fourth place is a, is a is a trophy. It's not. Nobody cares anymore. You can have all the money in the world you want. If you're not going to win the Champions League, I don't give a fuck about fourth place. Don't give a fuck about you're it. You're not even making a good attempt to win the Champions League. We're not. We don't, that's we the don't. thing. You're not even... Like, you like we saying, lost against Zagreb. You're not giving a fucking good fist of it. You're getting bantered every year in the Champions League. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like... I don't know how you can win... He won, what, the league in his first four season. And then um, he won in 2002. He went unbeaten in 2004. Now, I don't rate that um, that uh, unbeaten season too well. Because so they, many draws. Exactly, <laughs> for that reason. But they went unbeaten. You won the league quite comfortably so to that point surely that's the time you should say okay now i'm going to set my team to now dominate for the next couple of years because if your team goes unbeaten now nah, you wanted you wanted this new the, stadium the lack of when built the emirates but, no but, but one second one second one second on this new stadium thing we're going to go on to the team in the future in this podcast but look at tottenham they've got to refinance the stadium that they're building with the tv money and you realize that they're still going to spend money right People were talking about this stadium that um, was built, but only after it was built was it ever used as an excuse for why Wenger didn't spend money. Because during, he always said, we could, but there's no value in the market. The same thing that Alex Ferguson said, so it carried weight. They both said there was no value in the market, there was no value in the market. But only when people were really going at Wenger... Did he say, well, I couldn't because we had to build this new stadium? But, but then he said, as soon as we move into the stadium, we can now compete with the big boys because we'll be able to spend. So oh, you've, but at what point? You've lied, you've, just, you've lied to your fans. That's essentially what you've done because you've gone from, as soon as we move to the stadium, now we're going to compete with Chelsea and Maynard that we can spend just as we did, that like they do, to now we can't spend because we're paying for the stadium. Well, if you knew you're going to pay for a stadium full back so hard, surely you would have found a different way to finance the deal to build a stadium or you would have waited for the Premier League to become more lucrative like Tottenham have exactly done. Happy wasn't a bad stadium but to that point right you tra- you didn't build any sort of dominating team you haven't made any sort of progress to the point now that in the last I think three years you were 3-0 up at home to Anderlecht you drew 3-3 you went to Zagreb you got popped um, Monaco came to your place and popped you you've now gone to West Ham been 2-0 up and got lucky to salvage a draw this is the level Arsenal are setting for themselves. In the world, or the manager setting for Arsenal at least in the very sense. And it's like, 
I don't know why so many Arsenal fans are fearful of change. And you always hear, but look at what's happened to Man United. Man United has what's happened to Man United is it because Sats focus on the left? It's more than that. It comes down to number one, the brief, the person you bring in being the right person. Number two, the players you sign, and number three, the way the team is managed. If a manager takes control of a team, he does things the right way, it will work. Arsenal have for years have had a foundation. This young guys coming through, da 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 da. They've got a young squad. They've got They're always a a a squad. Blah, blah, blah. They can do this. They can do that. I remember when I remember when Wilshere, uh, Ramsey, Ox, Gibbs, Jenkinson, Walcott Sandy all signed new contracts, contracts. Yes. and they were like, "This is the British core that's going to push that team forward." Ox looks like he's probably on his way out. Walker looks like he's probably not going to go into Euros. Wilshere is fighting outside clubs instead of concentrating on getting fit for a season. Jenkinson is out. To be honest, wouldn't be playing for West Ham at the moment if he was fit. Gibbs lost his place to Monreal, who was a laughing stock when he came at the start. So I don't know what has happened to Arsenal's contingency plans. I found it very hard to believe that the, the same man that brought beasts in terms of their physical stature and in terms of their technique such as Robert Perez and Patrick Vieira and Thierry Rui fails to understand that it needs the same players of that ilk to challenge for the title. You compare the centre midfield over that team to what you've got at the moment. You compare the defence from that team to what you've got at the moment. I always feel like Wenger is trying to be the guy who's managed to win the league with the complete antithesis of what you need, just so he can pat himself on the back and say, look what I did. I broke tradition. I was able to get a team to win the league without having a big commanding centre-back, without having a big commanding DMF, without having a striker that can guarantee you 25 to 30 goals a season. Do, do, do it is for me, yeah. It's, I think his biggest strength is also his maddest weakness, and it's the whole... I trust my squad thing because right now he's made it quite clear to anyone that can hear that he trusts everyone in the Arsenal squad from goalkeeper to striker he trusts everyone and there's only one or two characters in that squad that you can say I look at them and think you know what I can trust him and that's Peter Cech and to an extent Bellerin because but, but he's still young you know he's still developing but he's still putting out performances Bellerin got caught sleeping a few times yeah. as well against first time exactly. to be Ozil isn't producing the form he was producing earlier this season Sanchez does it to himself to be honest he gets injured because he runs around too much he does he overworks himself and he gets injured we've seen I think, I'm sure most people have seen the video of um, Pep at Barcelona yeah yeah, ripping into him saying calm down we're down to 10 men we don't need another injury kept on running around got injured down to 9 men does it to himself so that in that regard you can't really trust him but he's trusted because essentially he's Arsenal's best player now where Arsenal and Arsene Wenger are going wrong is they don't have any sense of direction. They're not they're not challenging for a title that they should be challenging for at a time where Chelsea are nowhere to be found. They're never going to get this Man opportunity City, again. Man City are not popping and uh, May United are... Well, <laughs> so, you know, you you put those three together, right? Now you're saying next season, Pep Guardiola is already coming to Man City and they're already making moves for next season. Conte's come to Chelsea and they're really looking at Sandy Costas Manola. So, do you really see them making the progress? I don't want to worry, May Night Man. We're going to finish eighth or ninth next season to keep Van Hal. But, but they probably won't, but that's by but, the by. But, point being, everyone's making progress apart from you. You started the transfer window last season by signing check, signing check pretty early, and everyone thought, okay, maybe he's now waking up, he's going to do something. But then he did nothing else. 
And if you feel like this squad is good enough to win the Premier League, well, this season, this squad should have been taking the Premier League. But they've been pretty much embarrassed by Leicester. And you've let Spurs, who you've bantered for years, saying Tottenham's Day, um, Mind the, the gap, gap, all of that rubbish. They've bantered you to the point that home and away, yes, you drew, but you both, you twice, you got away with those draws. Sanchez being basically, they Tottenham bottled both games. Simple as that. They bottled both games home and away. They should have won those games quite comfortably. But regardless of that, you've beaten Leicester home and away, and you're still 13 points behind them. When at the end of January, you were five points on top in the Premier League. What kind of f- f- failure of form is that that you're going to drop off? And it's so, um, it's that it's just like a pattern every year because people tweet it, people say it all over the media, um, Arsenal will do well, but then when it hits March, April, May, they always predict it that those months as well. They're never top because they don't have to stay top, they always fall off. This is the trend that Arsenal go through, and unless yeah, it's just honest. It's just, as, unless Wenger leaves, it's going to be the same thing because he's stubborn as hell. It's his way. He, he runs the club, so no one's going to tell him what to do. No one's going to sack him. He has to go. It's just that simple. They. It's not that they can't sack him because I mean you're the owners. If you don't want the manager, you can say I don't want you. You pay him. You pay him off his the rest of his contract. Blah blah blah. But you know you're not going to sack him because he essentially runs the club. So until Arsenal sack him. Or they do something desperately different, they're not going to make any progress, and that's what I've got to say about Arsenal. As for the game, bottled it again. Simple as that. Again. West Ham, though. No, <laughs> praise to West Ham. Because he got a smart manager that plays to their strengths, and he, he saw the weakness on the other side, and he said yeah. they're going to expose it. Not just that, as you just touched on briefly, yeah, um, Sam Bitch seems to be one of the few managers in the Premier League that doesn't. He isn't wed to a certain style, a certain formation, a certain f- philosophy. He goes out and picks the teams based on the opportunity that the opposition will give him based on their weaknesses. Andy Carroll hasn't played every game this season. He hasn't been fit, but he also hasn't been picked for every game because he, he wasn't suited. But against Arsenal, he was suited. He started, he scored a hat-trick. They've been switching between 4-3-3, 4-3-1 and 3-4-3 based on the weaknesses of their team. Um, Sam Beach has done a fantastic job and um, West Ham, as everybody knows at the moment, is the team way up. And they could be really, really looking at uh, a semi-final in the FA Cup if they beat Man United, which they probably will do. They're going to win it. And imagine winning the FA Cup and getting into Europe just before you move into a brand new swanky 60k um, stadium. Not too shabby. Progress. Progress indeed. Who won the FA Cup final last year? Aston Villa. And they lost. Well, they lost again. 2-1 2-1 against the Bournemouth yeah okay um, I mean they were saved by the fact that Norwich also lost in that the 80th minute which means they were uh, it's still mathematically possible for them down. to uh, they're, they're, they're down they're, they're going to Old Trafford on Saturday it's they're, deep they, they're going to lose 1-0 because it is Van Gaal's side Van Gaal doesn't Van Gaal's teams don't score more than 3 goals and they have to yeah. score 3 goals on a fantastic day exactly simple as that there's only one time they scored 4 and it was 4 two against Man City apart from that I'll be lost to find the 4 so yeah, Villa. To be honest, here, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's but it's you know it, through the after after my um Martin O'Neill left, through all the managers that have come through, they've had this thing of we have two or three very oh not very good good slash decent players 
and then we ship them off to the next Premier League side for a very, very low deal and we depend on your Kieran Clarks and coming through the youth and all that, like they're good youth when they're not. And the, 40, the, fact, that you spent, the fact that you spent 43 million, I think, in the past two years shows that the money's always been there. But obviously they haven't... Randy Lerner hasn't been emotionally yeah, invested enough in the cup to fucking do anything. He doesn't care about the club. That's the issue. So, I mean, he doesn't care, but he's been trying... You, you can't harbour all the blame on him. No, no, no. He's, he's, been, he's, been, trying, he's, he's been trying to sell the club for like yeah, five he, years he, now. He, he's been trying to sell the club. He doesn't care, which is Yeah, but, you, but it's a lot harder to sell a club if you don't make it marketable. There is yeah, nothing... As well. There is absolutely nothing marketable about Aston Villa in its current state. Yeah, there, there is, there's no... There's no potential in them whatsoever for a person to say, you know what, if I invest money into that club, they're a solid Premier League club and a manager, I can get a good manager in and start building and then see where we can go. No one's going to buy them. He hasn't tried enough to do anything because apart from that one, after you sacked Martin O'Neill, you just pretty, you just killed yourself, essentially. That's what he did to the club. So he signed Aston Villa's de- death warrant when yeah. he did that. And you just brought average manager after average manager after average manager. That's it was Gerard Hulia who then had to leave because he's ill, Alex McLeish, Paul Lambert, uh, who else after that? Tim Sherwood after Lambert? Sherwood, yeah. Sherwood, yeah. Remy Guard. Before Guard even touched Villa, they were down. Yeah. Exactly. They were down. So, there was you know, it's, it's not Guard's fault. No? Guard didn't help. God didn't help. It helped, but, but then who who could help? But yeah, that's the thing. Like everybody sounds out sounding out Nigel Pearson. Are only doing that because they think that they can teach that um, somebody can do something twice. Exactly. The, the 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 spirit in the Leicester's football club is markedly different to the spirit in in Aston Villa's football club. There was absolutely no way I believe that Nigel Pearson would have been able to replicate the form that he did in the last ten games. The rest of the league would be Villa because they don't care enough. You got players like Lescott who is actively goading the fans weekly almost, showing how much he doesn't give a shit. The only player I can see, or players I can see that care about Villa, are Ashley Westwood and Jordan Ayew. Nobody like, else really. Not even Jack Grealish because he's too busy getting no, out of the piss. No, but he knows he's going to leave eventually. He knows he's got the talent and someone's going to sign him. Your best players are three attacking midfielders and one is constantly injured. I praise the signing of Adam Atreo because he's got huge potential but he's injury prone but at the same time you don't look after him properly. It's the same thing you do with English players. As soon as he comes back from injury he has one training session you're like yeah you're good to go you can play. He's obviously not good to play. You can't play him. It doesn't make any sense. So I mean they just do it to themselves, man. That's what Villa are about. I'm just they're just washed as a club, and they're gonna take. It's gonna take years if they can ever get back into the Premier League. I'm honest with you. We're gonna see another Leeds. With all this uh, Leicester hullabaloo, Bournemouth kind of snuck under the radar. Leicester's season has done a lot of teams favors, and um, Bournemouth are one of those teams that he's done favors. They've done 41 points, three points off Chelsea. Um, they've done fantastically well, and they had some. Awful luck at the start of the season with their key players getting injured. Max Gredel, Callum Wilson and Tyron Mings. Tyron Mings who's still out injured, I think. Um, I mean, they've got a fantastic young manager and they're a fantastic young team doing great things. Next season will always be tougher for them though because it's where do they go from there? How do they strengthen? Do they keep the nucleus of the team that has kept them up? But you remember, these are the same players that was with them in League One and League Two, they've they've massively overachieved as well. If you're completely honest with them, but Bournemouth have done fantastically well. They can look back in the season with pride, and they've sort of almost like you were never really that worried about Bournemouth surviving. 
maybe I think maybe it was a month when Karen Wilson got injured. Everybody sort of worried where the goals were came from. January came and then they quickly sorted that by bringing Benny Kavobi. Very proactive team. Um, very proactive manager and they deserve the success that they've got. Deserve the success indeed. I said that again. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Thank you, Darren, for pointing out there. Indeed. Um, uh, Crystal Palace. Washed. Yeah. Dead. Washed. I don't get my That name. was their first win in the calendar year. No, not in the yeah, calendar no, yeah, you're right. In the calendar year. The first win in the calendar year. Punching's first goal since. This this season started. Yeah, last March. Last March. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll be completely honest with you. Paju, Paju, literally, is, he frauded his way through the second half of the season. There's been nowhere near as much pressure on him for the dreadful run his club has been on since the turn of the year. Like, if that, if that was a less fashionable manager, who didn't have less friends. Around the football business, he, we, oh, you can tell him and Steve Parish are boys. Yeah, like he well, he used to play for Palace. Like, yeah, if, he, if, it, if it wasn't for so. if this wasn't his club, he'd be out the door. I said Parish, not Palace. Yeah, yeah, but a Palace he, legend. He's a Palace legend. Oh, Steve Parish owns the club. Um, yeah, he, he's incredibly lucky, and I think he he has to look at himself and really um, admit that too. He he also needs to fucking learn how to arrest the slump and change things, mate. Crystal Palace have gone through having Adebayo up front, Dwight Gale up front, Yannick Bolassi up front, Conor Wicker up front. They need to stick to paying their best players in the best positions and do something that will help them arrest the slump. Thankfully for them, they got a goal against Norwich to keep to pretty much secure their safety. But they cannot look at this season with pride, considering the way they started. They're the same points as Spurs just at the end of last year and now look at Spurs and now look at them Norwich are destined to go down right no 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 I, want, I, I really want to say Newcastle because I, I oh like yeah they're Newcastle are done but, Newcastle but are done you just can't keep I, I, this, 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 this is what I said to Derek yesterday and I'm just gonna I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna put it out straight in it when you sign the kind of trash that they've been signing for years this is what happens in it Listen, your defense is really dead. You got to sign a nineteen-year-old Chancellor in Ben. I don't know what you, you think he's gonna do for you. What's about Norwich? Where the hell are you going, man? Oh, he said Newcastle, isn't it? But okay, sorry, but okay. yeah, okay. Actually, we we'll do Newcastle later. But okay, Norwich. <laughs> yeah, no, Norwich is staying up, man. Norwich will stay up. I don't even. Um, that's yeah. all I got to say about them. I, I don't care about the club enough to even check about it. It's, it's almost a little bit annoying. If I was from the northeast, I'd be so pissed off that that Norwich is staying up because they're going down next season. Because they're going down next season. One, two, Newcastle. Will have the best twenty-four man squad to ever get relegated. And and Mitrovic, and you go I cannot believe then, what's happened. That, that's what happens when you keep Mac Williamson uh, and Stephen Taylor in defence, isn't it? Well, can, yeah, can, can, can we can we can we move your, on to your, Newcastle? Your pool, I've got something on this. And your Rob Elliotts, huh? Can we can uh, we can we move? Are you asking? You've already moved on. We've, right, we've moved on as we moved on to Newcastle. Three-one, right? They lost three-one. But listen, how can you? Stick with the same centre back pairing that got you relegated in two thousand and nine, and expect and expect anything to change. I don't know. I don't know how the like you can't just you can't expect anything to change. Nothing, nothing good would have happened to Colin Cheney or Steven Taylor during that time, other than they just got older 
and slower and worse at their jobs. <laughs> and <coughs> that is clearly the case. You see the way Steven Taylor just gave up when when um, Long was running at him. He just turned him, showed him inside. Bruv! <laughs> no, no, no. That was so sharp. I need, to, I need to address that. I need to address that. Because I haven't addressed defending for a long time. And I need to address that trash that I saw. the worst bit of defending. Bruv! No, listen, listen to me. Listen to me, yeah? That's not even defending. You know what that is? You know in training where you're trying to ch- you're trying to teach people how to do change of pace and you turn from the back, you have to just use one foot to yeah, no, burst. You, you, you dip one side to go the other. Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what... Bro, no! You don't defend like that. It, no! Why, why wasn't he showing him out of the danger? He wasn't even... De- he literally just decided to let him go through. You know, you know Long didn't actually do anything. Yeah, he didn't drop a shoulder. No, no, yeah, he, he, ran. Ran. he just he, ran. He just jogged. He stopped. <laughs> he toe puts it a little bit. Playing FIFA on amateur. And the guy moved for him. He's like, yeah, yeah, there you go. Take, take, take the round of score. That is, that, that level of defending is so, but I knew this guy was banter from the day. Yeah. Who is it? I remember or? Steven Taylor. Steven Taylor. Oh, God. And he's over the habu. Yeah. And he's trying to hold his ribs. <laughs> and that's why I knew it was banter. He, he's, nah, he's shocking. And this guy, like, he gets injured for how many months a year? 10 months a year? Oh, yeah. So he's available for two months and that's what he does for you. And you want to keep playing him. But then I can't even I can't even get mad at Benitez. Steve McLaren, Steve McLaren had two transfer windows to get a defender. Two, two transfer windows to get. You signed an another co- You signed an eighteen year old and you sold um a young and for five million. And you got Henri Savé. Why? <laughs> like it's like it's two thousand eight FM. <laughs> joke, bro. The, no, it's a joke. You want to speak about two thousand eight FM? Steven Taylor was like three, four and a half star. And you must have thought it was the same thing. Oh my god, like, it's so guy. bad. Colacini hasn't what well, he's, he's been washed for years. Colacini, a man, has, the man wants to leave your club for three years, he doesn't even wash his big hairy afro. You've got a trash defender, Mike Williams. I'm not going to talk about him, he's a league two defender himself anyway. And then you sign an anti yard and Bemba, who's going to leave you because he's better than your club to be honest right now. Like this, Santo, no, not this, Santo, um, Tanton. Santon Santon oh, sa- oh, oh, oh I cannot believe This team You, you, this signed, team. you signed Santon For 10 million And you sent him back To the same club For 5 million Like he's Robbie Keane Went to Tottenham Let me just tell you This team has Moved to Soko But they For the last few Year and a half They decided to play Right wing Instead of Set midfield No 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 You know what He should stay Right midfield I'll tell you why I should stay right midfield Actually, No 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 I lied He should, he should, he should, he should play Attacking midfield And he should never play I'm not saying back. because right back, right he can't he doesn't have to defend to save his life, yeah. But then this is Newcastle in it in a nutshell because Teote is your actual only real certain uh, defensive midfielder, and even though he gets yellow cards, he does the job. But no, I'm gonna play Sissoko and Anita. Why the f- why? Okay, well, I know we say we can't blame Rafa Benitez, but Anita was playing left back because he has because he has to do make do with what he with has. The bollocks and, that he's and to be honest, yeah. He must be looking at Paul Dummett and thinking, yay! <laughs> okay? Okay? Because this is someone that has just managed Marcelo and he wanted to come and manage Paul Dummett. No, no, no. That's it's not his own fault, to be honest. It is his own fault. He's an idiot uh, for taking the job in the first place. I swear the only reason why he took the job is because all his family still live in Cheshire. That and because and Newcastle's the name. He said, yeah, it's still, there's still a big club. So essentially, then put another big club under my resume and then... Do you know also a big club? Napoli, look where they landed up. Oh, flipping out. Into Milan, look what they did to them as well. Oh my God. Like, I just don't understand what, why any manager would have put themselves through that. 
But he doesn't even look stressed. He's doing, I, he's doing the Van Howe. The difference is Van Howe is trying to, well, may not trying to get somewhere and Newcastle already done. So he doesn't have to really do much. They're washed. They're actually washed. And that the, the departures, yeah? Oh, fam, the departures. The departures, suitcase after suitcase. If, if, at, if, if at least 10 people don't leave Newcastle, <laughs> we want to name them here. I can name in the Bemba. players. And remember, bounced. Um, Ayozi Perez bounce. bounce. Colacini's Colicini, got a sprint. He's going Colicini, to sprint. Colacini will buy out his contract and go to replay on his words. He's gone. Rosario Central, bro. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Um, Wijnaldum, gone. Sissoko, gone. Um, Mitrovic, oh, he's Mitrovic bouncing. Just gone. Cissé, Cissé. Even Riviere's going to go. Cissé's a liar. Watch. Oh, I must have to play football as a gift from God, you know. He's bouncing as well, twat. Um, Riviere's going to go as well. Riviere, oh, he, he's the worst striker worst. in the Premier League. Period. He's actually pants. The only good thing that can come from Newcastle's demise is that almost knowing that Steve McLaren is never going to get another Premier League job. Nah, Plus go. their wage was going to be no, fantastic. No, 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 no. He won't. No, no, he no, won't, no, bro. No, wait, 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 for no, wait, wait for Alex Neal to either leave or get sat by Norwich next season. He'll get Norwich job and get, to, and get um, relegated again. Wait, just no. wait for it. Wait for it. Just, wait also, for it, bro. Remember, him, him or Tim Sherwood. Wait for it. Oh, no, Tim Sherwood's got a Norwich job. Remember I told you. Remember I told you, Deep, deep. That they had the chance to get Patrick Vieira to manage their team. Yeah, he'd be ever. Why, why would he go there? At the start of the, season, the, start of the season, where you've got money to spend and you're a big club. And you've you got Paul Dominic and Mike Williamson in the other defence. You're trying to tell me that Musa Soko will go, raw. I'm playing with. I'm, ready, I'm playing no, with. The players um, will be gassed. He wouldn't be gassed. I'm telling you now, Newcastle flopped. Newcastle flopped from the moment they got a guy who took the best team of the championship to seventh as their manager. Trash, just trash. But then when you when you you get trash as your managers and you get trash um, players, what do you expect is gonna happen? Huh? If I hear Steve anybody say the phrase Steve McLaren is a good football man or Steve McLaren is a good coach or Steve McLaren has been lucky, I need to sit down and watch his career unfold yeah, because they've clearly not been paying enough attention. Yeah, he wouldn't Like it's true. Fuck it. I love it's him. True. I love him. But I want to pull him out. Of that. Otherwise, spotless record. Steve McLaren. No. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's like people like him need to be purged from the game. <laughs> no, no, I love him because like he he knows his football to an extent now. Yeah, it's gone from knowing his football to to an extent like, because he because he, he endorsed Steve Carran. Like, oh, he's unlucky. He deserves he deserves another big job. All right, cool, win it. Alright, cool, innit? Wait, what? Hey, 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 what, hey, what Spanish club do you support, bro? Who's Real Madrid? Go and get me to Real Madrid, bro. What's like a what? When it's actually done, yeah, you take him to Madrid. This is what I don't understand. What has he done to deserve these big opportunities that he gets handled on the platter? Because he went for cup final, man. Oh my God, you were Fergie's assistant one day. Oh, uh, okay, whatever. Wow. So was fucking Walter Smith. Just trash. trash. I can't. I can't. Hey, next team, man. Next team. Next team, next team. I'm done with Newcastle. Next team. Sorry, Craig, innit? Boy. Newcastle should remember, be where they are. Remember, NSC, remember getting a season? I said 19th or 18th. Sorry, bro. I, I, I'm just saying, innit? Go. Uh, poor mismanagement. Poor management is the reason why Newcastle where they are. It's, it's a damn shame because they should have they should have flew. But with that attacking talent and team. They should have flew like their mad pies. Hey, team cool. in Bounce as well, bro. You know another team with birds in their badge? Swansea. They have a swan. Beat Chelsea. Who'd you fought? Beat Chelsea 1 0. Nothing really special to talk about that match. You scored. Scored the goal. It was your guy, Mike Ferguson. One 0 finished. They 
pretty much yeah, yeah, they're safe. safe. They're safe. Including Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. They're safe as well. Yeah, they're <laughs> safe as well, yeah. Uh, Watford, Everton, both safe again. But I guess, w- okay. you want to talk about Martinez? One second. No, I'm going to keep this real quick because we've been having Martinez for weeks now and it's boring. Go on. Look at their squad on BBC Sport or on their website or wherever you need to check um, the team squad. Look at their position. Other footballing the websites are available. Exactly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> look at the where they are on the table. Look where Bournemouth are at the table and ask yourself some questions about Martinez's management. The man said, I'm going to get into the Champions League. Yeah, that's what he actually said. He had the fucking cheek to say that. After Major Wigan. After Major Wigan. Uh, what, what what did he do to say that outrageous statement? FA Cup, man. He got, he got no. Wigan to Euro, Europa no, League. No, but us three, we dipped. We dipped Everton when in trouble because he joined Everton and he sent Alcaraz his, his mixed first time. Mm. That's when we knew it. We knew it. See, there's certain frauds in this league, bruv. Certain frauds in this league that need to get found out and moved away from football in general. Let them be scouts or coaches in the club or something because... Graham Carr. We're, talk, yeah, we're talking to you at Newcastle. Because, like... Martinez we're talking to uh, he's such a good attacking coach it just doesn't make sense that you can sign what, who is responsible for defending at Everton period I don't understand you can sign Lukaku you can sign your Delefeus but then you got to sign Alcaraz and, and Phyllis Mori and John Stones has made no progress one second, one second. he signs Phyllis Mori and then has the cheek not to play John Stones and then has the cheek to push back his development when he's easily the best ball playing defender England has had since Rio Ferdinand for what exactly and what, what Simmons come with him as well what did, what did you hear Leighton Baines came out and said there's a lack of chemistry in the team and he's made to apologise he's right Martinez you fucked up if you don't hide your resignation in, then you're a man of no pride because you have taken the team that should be the top eight to 14 from the league. You've tainted, you've tainted um, Tim Howard as well, bruv, because Tim Howard, he can't save everything because of your, your shocking signs in defence. He just has to compensate for everything now. He, he's been getting so much shit from He's not even fans. number one now. Robles is number one exactly, now. Exactly, because he's bouncing. He doesn't care anymore because he's just like, well, you're not protecting me. Just like any manager should do with their players. When they're getting that level of abuse... You should help them and say, look, I've got your back and try and protect them as much as possible. It doesn't matter if he's 17 or 35. You are the manager of the club, but you're not doing anything to help him. That's why he's bouncing. And he should bounce because he doesn't deserve that kind of crap. You should get sacked as well, by the way. Twat. Sacked. Should get sacked. You know who's being sacked? Pellegrini. We're finishing. Yeah, 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 essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you call that more mutual termination? Nah, he's getting sacked. (sighs) He's getting sacked still. He's getting sacked still. They They saw that pep. Now, he showed up Pep he's like I'm leaving I'm like yeah cool we'll get him shh I've got just, nothing let's, let's just caress you Pellegrini caress, yeah. caress. Shh. it's not an unfair dismissal we had this plan and you knew about it yeah. come on man let's well, so see, see your... I've got nothing really to yeah, say they, about I mean this. they deserve to win and um, <gasps> it's, one of, it's just one of those things for me though, that it's still just not impressive enough because I don't know what you say is, that, but should, don't you think that all of them should be playing for their spots apart from Aguero? No, I feel that. So I feel that like some of them, players, some of them already know that they're not going to play. Certain players are calm. Like, yeah, I think Najee's calm, Aguero's calm, Fernandinho's calm, De Bruyne's calm. De Bruyne's calm. De Bruyne's certified calm. Um, Silva, obviously, company, obviously, um, Otamendi, obviously. I even say, I wouldn't say obviously for anybody in the back four, no, for Barber and company. Barron okay, company. Okay, if he's signed, he wants to sign Laporte. So if he signs Laporte, 
then Laporte. Then it will be probably company in Laporte, which means thinking, <laughs> no, it's French, so it is Laporte. Things get destroyed though, man. Gala, isn't it? Let's just oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> but he's dead anyway. So two million, some dead you, um, dead you, you know. <laughs> but um, no, apart from that, I mean, see, this is not impressive for me enough for me because yeah, this was actually what I wanted to address. I have a problem with Sergio Aguero. It's been a long time since I started talking about him because oh, you know, touched my feelings a long time ago. He really did. I thought that we should edit the Jeremy Carr music into this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Because for those of you who don't, for those for those of you don't, for those of you who don't, know, I'm gonna make it very very short and sweet. I used to love Guerrero, and he drained Man City, and I still had a little bit of love for him. And then you know what he happened? That oh, goal, didn't he? Yeah. So now I hate his guts, and I hope he dies. I lied. I'm not that guy. But I um, swear you'll never see anything like this ever again. Lied, we don't need the written fucking transcript <laughs> of the goal. But um, so watch it, drink it in. But. Um, <laughs> Um, Stupendous! I knew it was gonna happen. I knew you were gonna say something. The fact that you remember what the commentator said. Because it was live! But, um, I have a. Pro- Do you issue. remember the BBC commentary? No! Because it was so live! <laughs> it was much of the day, bro. <laughs> I don't care. But, um, my problem with him is that I still, obviously, I regard him as a world class striker. But he's starting to piss me off in the sense that he's, some of his goals are becoming very, very meaningless. <laughs> He's, no, because, <laughs> for example, when you're getting... There's no sense. No, 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 because listen to me. This is, this is what I'm saying. For me, when you're world-class... When I, when I define you as world-class, there's a level of consistency and the way you, you drag games by the scruff of the neck every time, right? That That's what I like for me, my players. So, when you're getting slapped by Liverpool and you score a consolation, that means nothing to me. When you, you're getting slapped by Tottenham and you score a consolation, that means nothing to me. I think his ability is world-class level, but he's pissing me off in the sense that he's not. he's not... Uh, you think he's stat peddling? He's scoring the goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like City are where they are because everyone else below them is trash. But at the same time, you should be where Leicester are because you have Sergio there, Aguero. There is absolutely no reason why that team is top of the league. Exactly. Just, yeah. But it's because a man is scoring goals at a time where the team is getting popped. And the other times you score goals is when your team is slapping the team anyway because the team is giving goals a la Bournemouth when Newcastle or Newcastle <laughs> when they're handing goals to average Raheem Sterling for example like yeah I said it <laughs> so <laughs> so say it again Michael because really <laughs> he's, he's not that good he's average he's actually average talent Inaki Williams is better than him but he plays for, he plays for Bill Bow that's why no one talks about him innit levels I'll say it straight shut me on it innit calm but I ended wrong. Up, it's levels, thank you. So at the end of the day, yeah, I want I wanted to be doing what he was doing. Actually, I don't want to do it before because I, I don't, you know, I hate him. But if he was doing what he was doing before, when he was slapping thirty four and, and, and all that in the league and winning the goals and doing his like, and all that crap, yeah, that's when I really and truly want to. That's why that's that's why I like to see from my world class players, players that are just doing it on the like Lewandowski slapping goals for bands. five goals against against Real Madrid. Ex- he was like, no. you know what I mean. Um, Dortmund and then you got Suarez who just I don't want there's no what do I even swear about Suarez you know what I mean like that's what I'm talking about Suarez so, is so good people are forgetting he's a racist prick yeah so <laughs> yeah so like I wouldn't not us clearly I wouldn't I'm not gonna say he's not world class now because he's he's, doing he is. he's world class but I'm just getting pissed off with the way he's the full potential maybe need or needs to be unlocked by a great manager that's 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 one heading head, heading to that's city probably what's gonna in a few months that's probably what's going to happen so and it's peak so if he does that then cool but so right now, sometimes i'm getting annoyed with him that's it 
think before you wish for stuff. Cause it's gonna happen. Man wasn't wishing for it, but you know what I said. I, heard, I, I whispered cruciate ligament. Cruciate ligament. I didn't. Hear, you whispered it, so I whispered it. Yeah. We're quite far away. Like exactly. we're not. We're not sitting together. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, it's not a close but podcast. Now, cruciate ligament. Yeah. There you go. Nine months, and then when he comes back, it gets twisted knee. Eighteen months at Naldo. So. Yeah. And then and then that's when he turns thirty one. He says, <laughs> and then, "How can you twist your knee oh for nineteen to be out for nineteen months?" And then then he said that when he turns thirty one, he wants to go back to Argentina, which is perfect. Yeah. So go and play with Tevez. So you know, Bob, I'm just getting annoyed with him because for me, when you're truly world class, I want you to be doing it on a very consistent level. Most games, you know, what I mean, he's not doing it right now. So yeah, I just want to see, I just want to see him step up a little bit more. But uh, apart from that, I haven't really got criticism of him, you know. Or see, apart from the fact that they're fourth and they're struggling, essentially to win the league because they're not going to win it. Spurs will. Thank <laughs> you. The story continues, however. Leicester two, Sunderland nil. Jamie Vardy scored both goals. Yeah, Discuss. Yeah, Are you beginning to dream, you guys? You're on dream. You're on banter. You are, are you are you are you prepared to celebrate with a racist prick named J B Vardy? Listen, who who Gary Lineker says he's doing, people make mistakes. Except he's doing bits in it, but you know. Yeah, except he's doing well. He's having a great season, but that second season, that third season syndrome that he will get next year is jokes. What's footy just created? I don't think I don't think he's gonna get. I think he'll still score score goals next season. He'll get it's, ten. It's just that because Conte and Pep Guardiola are gonna come do bits to the league. He ain't winning no Premier League title ever again. That's the thing. I'm so glad. Gerard. I'm glad for them on the professional level that they. Oh. Shout out Gerard. Oh. You dickhead. No. Oh. Scott. How can Vardy win the league without Gerard? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my days. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my days. That's that's levels of He's fuming. Right <laughs> He's fuming. I bet that Chelsea move looks very promising. Looks very he promising. Sat there on the phone to Jamie Carragher, like, what the fuck's going on? Proper, proper pissed up about it. Make, you just, like, you're sitting there with no Premier League trophy. I'm so confused. It's so deep. No, but Mala West Morgan are gonna have. <laughs> I don't I don't want it to be Leicester, so I mean hopefully it'll be It's gonna be Leicester. It probably, probably will be Leicester, yeah. Um but <laughs> it's ten points clear that man. Of who? Seven points. Seven points yeah. clear of Spurs. Yeah, okay. okay. Um I'm gonna yeah. say this really quickly because realistically, um there are too many and so many podcasts and football outlets talking about Leicester. It's tiresome. We know. It's a rich. It's a. Right. It's a riches to riches story. All right. <laughs> riches to riches. <laughs> yeah. So everybody seems to sleep on the fact they got Russian billionaires. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Anyway, uh, just get comfortable there. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Sunderland. They're going down, right? Sunderland. It's, it's a peak town for the northeast football in the comedy. Uh, uh, I remember we called one podcast before and having it, but bro, you guys accept it. The phone isn't gonna have it. You're gonna treat something like you treat West Ham. Yeah, you're really getting sweat. Where's my agent? He's bouncing ASAP. Oh, He's actually gonna bounce. But I mean, yeah, I mean, they, I don't think they'll go down. I'd take my Arsenal, but you'll go West Ham. Substitute striker. L- literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, only Sunderland are the only team that can stop Norwich from staying up. How deep are you? How upset must you be as a Newcastle fan right now? Boy, sorry, Craig, man. You don't, you don't deserve this. You actually know, don't deserve this. Sorry, I actually do feel yeah, You actually don't deserve this. I mean, Teesside Derby in the Championship. Let's be honest. And Tyneside as well, because Middlesbrough are there. 
Yeah, Miz Rush might come up, so it might not be. Yeah, it should come down. It if they don't come up, it's so peak for the Northeast footballing economy. Yeah, they should come up though. They should. Oh, and uh, are we going to Tottenham or yeah? No. Oh, good. Because uh, I'm not ready to rant this yet. You're not ready to get on a rant? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, you never mind. Uh, Liverpool though. Oh, slapping. 4 1. Slapping. Yeah. Funny uh, enough, Henderson was not playing. That's what happens when you're injured, mate. <laughs> but no, I'm just just look. They won four one without yeah, anything. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the point, yeah. Darren. Because you know, trash. So yes. I'm gonna say this one thing now, though. All the sticks, um, Charles is getting from set pieces. Like, when are they gonna learn how to mark? <laughs> and also, I mean, look, we know that Liverpool are gonna do better next season. We know that they're going to only be on the up because of the magic that they have. Um, so players are playing for their futures. The young players are pulling it out of the back. Like that, that assist for Sturridge's goal from the young little player, Shea Ojo or something like that, was 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 really good. Um, I mean, there's not much to say. A Liverpool season. I'm gonna is say over. this. Gonna I'm me. gonna say that they're gonna win. They, excuse me. My body may be disagreeing with me. Uh, they're gonna your win. Your plea. Chill, Se- chill, 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 Sevilla chill, won't chill, have it. Chill, I'm chill, sorry. Chill, you need chill, to realise the Europa League is Sevilla's house and everybody else has to pay for entry. And you know what? Liverpool are going to piss on the door. And then get told wait, wait, to fuck wait, off wait, by the bouncer. You mean after Dortmund slap him, yeah? <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, they're just mid-table as they've been for a long time. Mm-hmm. But no progress, Marcus. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too far. I was gonna go on that, so that's what. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think that's harsh to say. It's no progress. The fuck up. No, they've made progress in terms of the style of personnel and, and, the the players, and the players they're signing as well. So they're making that level of progress. But in you terms think, of you're trying to tell me that pushing for Europe, that's what you have to start trying to do. Because if you sign a Shakiri, you're happy with sitting ninth and tenth. Shakiri, Shakiri. You're trying to tell me that Pulis would sign Shakiri. You're trying to tell me that Pulis would sign Boot. Actually, maybe Boot because he's physically strong. But you're trying to tell me that he would sign Boyan. Try to tell me that he would like. He would have another place. He would. He would do that. Sam James Morrison from West Brom. Still, um, no progress. Yeah, but no, they, they need to make progress for next season. They need to like make some real progress because if you're gonna keep sitting where you are, you're gonna lose Kiri eventually. And another another another, another one's gonna leave in the summer. He wants to go PSG, does he? I don't know where he thinks he's gonna play. Who's that? Another bit. Yeah, well, I think I think PSG are a bit confused with he's, he's losing Ibrahimovic, losing like, Ibra, no? losing yeah. Ibra. So let's get. The guy that Ibra likes. Thinks he is. Yeah. Thinks he is a Ibrahimovic, yeah. The Smart. guy that when he was young yeah, when he was younger on himself on pro and maybe we couldn't use Zlatan Arnautovic but he just created himself. So that yeah, this is actually happening. You're not taking the piss. I'm taking the piss. Come on, man. I don't know like that. 99 shots. 99 sprint please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Here we go. Here comes the rant. Let me, let me just go now. Can I play? Just go, can I just go now? Uh, I was going to glow, but that's really I've a got Tottenham bit, one. So I've no, got yeah, a bit go. dinner, so... Right, yeah. you know. So, okay, this is how it is for me, right? So, I'm just going to go on Van Howe in it because, I, you know I mean? <laughs> Louis van Gershami! This guy, he only... He's such a senile old man! <laughs> number one, he only... He, the reason why he only he works with youth so well is because... They listen to what he says. Like, you, you, it's Van Howe, they hear... He brought through Xavi, Iniesta, Muller, this guy, that guy. Like, yeah, you know, I need to learn from this guy because he obviously knows what top talent is for or, um, great potential. With. So if he thinks I've got great potential, I'm going to listen to him. But then at the same time, his treatment of young players and senior players is embarrassing. 
Victor Valdez, what he did to Rashford after the game. The fact that he the came... Pie. What, the Memphis pie. Memphis even, sorry. The pie, bringing him on, bringing him on when you're 3-0 down and they're still finding a way to criticise his performance. A 10-minute cameo. That's that's what it was. That's what, he, he, did, he, did, he did as much as Callum Wilson did in 90 seconds for Bournemouth. Because that's what he could do. He was frustrated. But, I mean... It's like... I've 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 come I brought up um an article which is titled Van some of the strangest tactical decisions that Van Gaal has done. I'm just gonna say a few of them. Replacing Mata for Nick Powell at Wolfsburg. Right? That's one. Putting Rashford at right wing back against Liverpool on the away leg of the Europa League. Playing Lingard at number ten. Making Schweinsteiger bad mark Santi Cazola. Playing for Lady and holding midfielder against Stoke. I still think he's done worse than some of the things that were mentioned on this. Ashley Young as a striker. The insistence of playing Martial left wing. Freezing out Depay for Memphis even for no reason. Just wasting Schneidlin and only playing half of the games. Trying to play for Lady at number 8 when he's not good enough for the ball to play that position. See, this 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 is why I'm Sarah Ferguson, and I don't like talking about him much anymore because I don't it makes like you cry. That and I don't like referring to the past. You know, it's like he's got he's done because it makes you cry. Yeah, then he's 27, 28, 29, 25, whatever years at the club, and <laughs> he was so successful. <laughs> 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 but um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, I need to watch me dogs again. But um, but the point being this, like, <laughs> for example, yeah, the Memphis situation. So he's there's really a lot of pressure on him because he's a big, he's really become a big name before he's joined you. Um, he's been told he's got a lot of potential. He's coming. He's not down as well as people thought he would. Protect him. Same way Sats Ferguson did with Cristiano Ronaldo. Because when you protect your players and they respect you, they want to play for they you. They want to play for you. Look what Sats Ferguson did regarding, for example, Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's dad. dad. When Ronaldo's dad was ill, he said, Look, listen, it's your dad. Go spend time. Come back when you're ready. He didn't say you've got a week or you've got a day. He said, Come back when you're ready. And he knows Ronaldo lost football that much that he'll go and see his father and say, You know what? Because I respect this guy so much and wait for what he's done for me, I'm going to go back and play for him. Memphis don't care about you. When it comes to the point, when it comes to the time, when you, as a manager, are watching, listening to your players and reading the stuff your players say in the press, and they're only um, praising your assistant manager and never you, i.e. one person that used to call you his father figure, yeah, and he's now praising your assistant manager, you've already lost him. When Van Persie is bigging you up to every Man United player and fan that can hear we're him, back, remember? and saying, we're back, trust me, we're back. We're going to get this guy. He's going to take us to the top. And when he leaves, he says thank you to Ed Woodward and the fans and the players, but not you. You've already lost the players. When you make silly, stupid, Ronaldo. nonsensical, tactical decisions, you've already lost the play. The, and what did Rashford do wrong against Tottenham? Who played well against Tottenham? And then he comes off and like, oh, yes, Madrid winning one, no. I told you. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, and you compare you compare it to when Carlos Queiroz was with Silas Ferguson, yeah, and Ryan Giggs with um, Van Hal. When Carlos Queiroz was at Man United, he helped Anderson, Nani, Ronaldo. They those three loved Queiroz because countrymen can speak the language, helps them settle. 
But we're not talking to the press. Who do they, who do they praise? You think they praise Carl Squirrels? What were they praise Carl Squirrels for? Who's the, who's the manager? Who's the one that's making them better? Who's the one that's making the team the best? It's the manager. You're not doing that. You're dragging us to six. We're behind West Ham. West Ham are better than us, bruv. Tottenham slapped us three goals in six minutes. You can't And that's in the North London game against Arsenal. And that's, 20, that's 26 minutes, six goals conceded. You're washed. Is it FIFA to be getting slapped like that? Listen, and it's because he's a stubborn guy. I'm going to bring up something from Ibrahimovic now because Ibrahimovic is pretty much said in the, in the sentence, listen, I will come if you sack him. Ibrahimovic is not a Man United fan, bruv, and he's still telling you to sack the manager. Oh, right. Like, it's 2 without us going about this. There you go, see? I told you, you think Madrid are going to get the time by Wolfsburg, bruv, and the Man United. Come on, bruv. Anyway, so, look, listen to this. Without us all free. Listen to this, yeah? Listen to this. So, this is when... Um, this when um, Van Hal became a sporting director at Ajax, and that's when the beef with Coleman started. Yeah. yeah. So for the so Kingsley. Yeah. So um, Ronald. No. Yeah. So when um, Van Hal pretty much tried to run the team in it, he pissed players off, pissed Coleman off, everything. He called Ibrahimovic into his office. And at great length, I'm reading this right here from an article, at great length and in patronising detail, Van Hal sketched out exactly how he went Ibrahimovic to defend on a piece of paper. And it finished with, do you understand? <laughs> and then Ibrahimovic made his excuse and walked out of the room. Ibrahimovic later described Van Hal as a pompous ass. I was glad when I could avoid him. He bounced. He said, I'm not working on this guy. Why? Because he's a cunt. That's why. I'm going to swear. I'm going to swear as much as I can as well. I don't care. Listen, when a man like Ibra is saying, yeah, and we're sixth, by the way, or we're fifth or sixth, where are we? Fifth. Fifth. When a man like Ibra, yeah, is coming out and saying, I will still consider joining May United despite the kind of trash we're playing right now, that tells you the kind of pulling power we have, which begs the question, how many players are looking at May United thinking, right, I've joined them, but, Nah, because, because we look I'm not going after that guy. And we don't have any egos in the team. Any right no flair players, I said this from day, no flair players, no players. flourish under LVG. Exactly. I got attacked on Twitter by some people trying to tell me that Ashley Young was better for me than Di Maria because Di Maria was a quote unquote bottler. Bollocks. We could take the breaking thing and put that to one side. Based on his general stats of May United, he was fantastic. When he had the opportunity to play in his position. Mm-hmm. Van Gaal has got history from way back when. Way back when Riccobe, when Rivaldo was playing for, for Barcelona. They both fell out with him. As you heard, Zlatan fell out with him. And the Herrera... Matter more Herrera to be honest, always seemed to be sidelined, always seemed to be not giving him the complete support that he, that he probably could. Yeah, because the, the flair players just don't, they're just shackled under that guy. They, they don't, they don't, they're not allowed no, oh, to. Sorry, I'm, let me just interrupt. Have you mentioned Rivaldo yet? I already have. Yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I, just, I just wanted to know because <laughs> you always seem to bring up Rivaldo when you're he's about one of my favorite players, man. Darren loves Rivaldo. I know, but like. Like Left foot Jesus. Unreal the time. Shut up. Like, Dude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, a fucking lie. It's it's like, but then again, I just want to see if you, you ticked the box and you did. So, yeah. like, Look at how certain managers do with players. I'm going to be upset as focusing again because it's a main United topic right now, yeah? Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. So, um, when Sats Ferguson was pissed off by a player, unless it was something unforgivable... He chucked the boot at them. Well, he kicked it. Okay. 
So great accuracy. Let's give him that. Can tell he was a striker. <laughs> yes. But when he um, when someone does something that was unforgivable or he deemed unforgivable, that's only when he try his best. So like Ray Keane, for example, Ray Keane went on MMA Night TV and pretty much just ripped the squad. So of course he has to get released because it's like, well, you can't come and just criticize all these players and walk back into training like it's calm. You can't do that. He got rid of him. Victor Valdez doesn't play a one under twenty ones game, and where he's never to be seen again. And then he's ostracized for the first team and everything. And now he's not standard Liège. And like he won Champions League, see you know, plural. Plural. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) two different managers, no less as well. And I, I could forgive, yeah, all of that if there was some level of progress being made. But there's no progress from the time when Sa- so, and Sa- wasn't a saint. Like he made some very bad mistakes as well. Stam, he admit Stam, for example, PK um was to let go. Pogba, um losing him. Um the collapse to let City go and snatch the league on the last day of the league um season when you were I think what nine eight points clear. That's all unforgivable. But at times when like from o three or four season to the end of o five o six when we didn't win a league title, yeah, you saw. A natural progression was coming when he started signing talents and he allowed them to flourish and become the players that they were. Before Ronaldo scored that free kick against Portsmouth, remember a goal at Fratton Park when he slapped one through straight to the in centre of the goal and he went into the top mids. Like, he was allowing these players to flourish because this is what they're capable of. Imagine a young Ronaldo under Van Hal. Gets the ball, does one step over the fix, oh shit, I can't do this. Then passes back to Carrick. That's what you'd be doing right now. It's, it's, it's beyond embarrassing and... Because there's no level of progress being made, you're down looking at Man United, you're thinking, where did they go from here? Because Leicester are somehow better than them right now. Tottenham are definitely better than them. Man City are better than them. Arsenal, as trash they no, are, are still no, better than no, them. No, I don't care. No, I don't care. No, no, no. no, no. I don't no, care. Okay, I think no, they're both no, trash. I won't give no, Arsenal that credit. No. Yeah, okay, Arsenal both, they're both trash. But West Ham are better than them. But you, you look at the Premier League, you're thinking, Chelsea, Man City... Leicester, Tottenham are making, and West Ham are making real progress, and this club is making no progress. In fact, you don't know where they're going, and the fact that the value of the club's gone down is down to him because when you sell Van Persie, Kagawa, this guy, that guy, that guy, and all the good ones, all the good ones, and naturally the only marketable players known by name worldwide in your club are De Gea, Rooney, and um, Mata, and out of those three. Rooney's the only one that really sells shirts because goalkeepers don't sell shirts because no one buys goalkeeper shirts. When you buy a club's, your club's shirt, you, you buy the home kit. You don't buy the goalkeeper's kit. So Rooney's the only one that's been truly taken as a marketable asset. Yeah. Matter, truly, no one really cares about Matter. Matter's a fraud himself anyway. So Ouch. No, he is. Matter's a fraud. I don't even care. I'm going to call him out as well. Matter is a fraud. I, 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 I'm not even going to let him get away with it. Because You're in the Mar- Mourinho camp with that one, I take it? Yeah, because, listen, yeah, it, I, listen, I don't like doing this kind of thing in it, but it's, when I'm in my bed and I'm thinking about stuff and it hits me that, raw. this is why Mourinho kicked you out, bruv, because you can't defend to save your life. Like, and I compared like, compare him, I saw to Derek yesterday and I compared him with Iniesta in it. In terms of their stature, they're both small, they're not really strong, all that. How comes Iniesta knows how to use his brain to defend, but you have no logical sense of defending? You're 28. You've been playing the game for years, you don't have to defend one game. This guy, Iniesta don't go on. Plus, he's played in the most, one of the most defensively minded coaches exactly. in the modern game. Like, um, Iniesta don't go tough tackling and barging players and all that, but he does something that he, he does. Position. With the, his positioning and does it something that he does with the ball 
that he can do without the ball is use his low, um, low centre of gravity. Mm. He knows how to get his body in the way, get the ball quickly, then move it out with it and pass it on. And he can get a good Busquets or your racket to whoever. It's common sense called football, but you're not learning that. And at the same time, you as a manager, you've got this player, this player, this player. And when an 18-year-old comes off the pitch, your team crumbles and you lose 3-0. You sell Angel Di Maria and essentially throw all the pressure onto Memphis. You, you sell... You sell um, Van Persie, Hernandez, and you sell, and you pretty much put the pressure on Rooney and Marshall. Now, Rooney should be under pressure anyway because he's the captain and he's been there for years. Like, so he's got no excuse. But Marshall, why are you throwing pressure onto him? You're I don't the- think pressure was thrown onto him. It was, it was thrusted onto him. Like when he when he uh, when he scored that that goal against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, but so no, but if he didn't sell these players, he would get away with. Like, cause he's been get, he's been he's been get, he's been getting criticized this year. Oh, this Martial guy you bought, he's only scored this many league goals. Oh, shout. But exactly shot because he's only nineteen mm. and he's coming from the French league. He he was playing left wing most of the time that time. But every time he started striking, he scored. So everyone knew he had the potential. He's a potential striker. He's not at that level to be carrying teams to win the league. But it's all management. You play four two three one and you play two defensive midfielders, whether it's home and away, and you are basically making. When one of those players, whether it's Schneidlin or Fellaini or Carrick or whoever or Herrera, whoever you want to play there, why is it that whether it's Marshall, Rooney or Rashford playing up front, that they have to drop back and get the ball themselves and then your three attacking midfielders are nowhere to be found because there's no one making themselves up, there's no options available for them. You 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 played, you, um, Pep Guardiola came on from your system and played the passing football that you like to play football as well, but he made it to a whole new level because players only stick to their positions in their squad in that team on the Pep Guardiola if the option is there to stick there it's like on recent on Sky Sports he said to me stay on the left stay on the left stay on the left because my midfield three are there for each other all the time and I've got a force nine that can do that you can only make a run into the middle when need be you see the same thing with Neymar Neymar sticks to the left all day long like he's a, he's a back in the day Ryan Giggs but then he cuts in when the time is right no one's doing that for me United Martial against Tottenham he was, linked, he was on the left so much that to, to the point where the one shot we had on target, which by the way, I, <laughs> one shot on target, he had to force it. He had to dribble f- f- by himself, went into the middle where he should have been in the first place because well, I don't know why Young was there, and then shoot at, uh, shoot on target. If he didn't force that, there's no shot on target again. You're getting lucky with some of these results that we're getting these one nose, one nose, one nose because Man City, to be honest, yeah, I think we deserve to win that game because Man City were equally as poor, but at the same time, Aguero hit the post. He came. He, got, he was very close to a header. If he puts both of those in, we lose two one. Everton should have been at Old Trafford. Same way they we beat them three 0 at Goodison Park, but it probably should have been three two three one. They deserve to get something out of the game in the sense because they were peppering us. But we have one ridiculously awesome goalkeeper. That's the difference. That's why. We, that's why we just say, "Oh, you got the second best defensive record in the league." Yeah, because Damian and Rojo are part of a very very good defense, aren't they? And I don't like to criticize Smalling because Smalling hasn't had a real... Michael Chris. Mike. Cool. A real um, centre-back pairing for ages because Blind gets injured. Jones. Yeah, because Blind gets injured. Jones is just Jones. He jo- he does himself. Um, it, it, all of it. Wasn't he the better one? He was at first. <laughs> but then he, he, just, he just embarrassed himself because he's getting, he, injures, he injures himself on the pitch. How do you do that? Jack Wilshere effect. Like, yeah. And it's just like, all of this... It adds up, and it's just like, well, what as a manager do you now see yourself doing to change that? 
because you're not doing anything effective to say, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. He's too old. He's, 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 so, the eggs have been have thrown, been thrown in the basket. They've hatched. But they're yeah. done. He's done. He's, 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 he's the game's so passing. far behind the game that you just his his presence is pointless. He's, he shouldn't be there. And the day that I heard Memphis praising gigs in the in the press instead of you is the day that I knew that you are just done, because no manager, even even throughout all Wenger's incompetence here. No one, if no one would have said, oh, I love Pat Rice more than Wenger or I would love Steve Bold because at the end of the day, regardless of whether he's doing a shit job or not, they still respect the manager. These guys don't respect you and the fact that you went from 18-year-old Rashford said you've embarrassed yourself when in actuality, Mata embarrassed himself and other senior players embarrassed themselves but you don't go for them. You go for the 18-year-old you ship them off. From all the stories, I, f- I kind of feel like he's a bully. He is a bully. It's his way or no way. Like He attacks the youngsters in essence the weak bunch because they have no yeah. foot to stand in the game that's that's the point because they won't fight back yeah. Rashford is a main United fan he wants to play for main United he's really come and he's done well he, he's been he's just been blasted he's not he's not gonna now, now go out to Van Hal and be like no I'm not an embarrassment blah 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 because he knows and if anyone has common sense whether you're younger or older in that squad you look at Victor Valdez just look at Victor Valdez and you just like wow someone that's won so many trophies has so many respect to so many people in the footballing world and he doesn't play one Anthony one's game and he's not even allowed to come to training with the first team. Rashford is still not, Rashford still don't train with the first team. And when he travels with the first team, he still doesn't change in the same dressing room. How are you supposed to integrate? That's a very outdated style. Exactly. How are you supposed to integrate into your team and feel comfortable as a first team player mm. if you're not even allowed to train or change? Even common thing as changing. Training, I can disavow aloud because you never know he might play on Antonio game again. But if he's not allowed to even change next to a playoff from the first team, then what's he doing there? No camaraderie either. Yeah, he, he might as well not even be in the squad then because it's pointless. You're not, you're not integrating him. All of this adds up. You just, you're making it so, so hard for people to respect the club now as well as yourself because the club is a mess from top to bottom. The board is just a complete joke. Edward knows nothing about football. The Glazers have been here how many years? I'm sure they still know nothing about football. Everything's adding up because it's just a joke. And until there's some real serious change at the club, it's just going to be the same old nonsense. I feel, I, I almost feel sorry for the next manager, whether it's Mourinho or Giggs, because Mourinho can come into the club, but if he has Edward to, Ed Woodward to deal with, he's going to have issues. If Giggs comes in, he has to deal with Ed Woodward. He's going to have issues. There is no level of continuity, continuity at the club. And thank you, my boy does. And... um. It's from the sidelines everything's I'm yeah. just letting you do you man you've yeah, got it yes thank you uh, everything's just adding up so like people a lot of people are like I'm in a group with Derek and a, a few main net fans on WhatsApp and they criticise gigs a lot because like and I understand it I understand it to the extent of like you know he hasn't had a managerial job he hasn't really coached on that level of he came through the, U, the ranks at United and then he's gone to do this and do that he's been thrown straight into an assistant manager God, you sound like Arsenal fans. But at, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, right, I can't be mad at someone that hasn't done anything wrong because I know whether he's sitting there on the bench or just he stands up or he doesn't does it or he doesn't do anything. He's sitting there, he doesn't do anything for the whole 90 minutes. It's because he's sitting next to someone that says it's my way or no way. And the only time we've ever seen gigs stand up is when Maynard are losing. And why? It's because Van Halpen tells him, go and lay out this instruction. Why can't you lay out instructions when it's nil-nil and your team's struggling? Why can't you change it up? 
adapt with the game. You you flopped at Barcelona essentially. I don't care if you want stuff there. You nearly got the relegated. That's why they sacked you. Bayern Munich, you need to turn them into a mess. I think they finished fourth. And with all due respect to the Bundesliga, until the last recent years when um, um, I think Wolfsburg won it once and then Dortmund won it twice, no one was touching that club. So why are they finishing fourth? Why in the hell are Bayern Munich? Finishing? It's your work. You pissed off Mark Van Bommel. You pissed off Rivaldo. You pissed off Ronald Koeman and you weren't even the manager. He was the manager. What more do you have to do? What more does he have to do to get sacked? Essentially, I, 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 I'm, I've been tweeting May night daily. Hey, is he sacked yet? Sack him, bro. What's going on? Because it's a joke. It just keeps carrying on. It's all everything. And the last bit of banter is you get to White Hart Lane 30 minutes late, knowing that you should plan your travel beforehand. And if you planned it correctly, you would have known that um, they were planning for a marathon there that's going to happen next weekend. So a lot of roads are really being shut down. And they're doing a lot of work for this. So you would have said, okay, let me do my research. Make sure the team can get there on time. Or tell my driver, I'll say, oh, what time do you think you should get there? So he can check everything. But no, 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 no. You, your, your preparation is so bad that you have to get to the stadium, change and get to the pitch. There's no, there's no time to even prepare the team. The team was bad. But at the same time, you, uh, you contribute to that. Because not only is your criticism bad of them, you don't prepare them well enough. Everything's adding up. And that's why this club has now become a joke. It's just that simple. Man United are a laughing stock. And when Man, I remember me and Darren, Darren said it one time to me. Yeah, he, he goes, you know, one day Man, Man City are going to win a Premier League, and then one day they'll start working Champions League. He said, it, he said it to me, and I said, not in my lifetime, but not Man City. Fuck Man City, they ain't doing that, yeah. And the reason I didn't want to believe it is because obviously that time we had Sir Ferguson, and during Sir Ferguson's time, apart from that one year. Man City have not really controlled Man United until he left. That's when Moyes got slapped 3-0 and 4-1 by Man City and 3-0 by Liverpool and Van Gaal. So we just in Tottenham that they have won at White Hart Lane for like 15 years or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And then just, he gets slapped 3-0. Mm. But he's just set, he's setting records. Yeah, Moyes was setting bad records. But at the same time, you were thinking, okay, I mean, okay, I wasn't thinking it. Most people, some people were like, just give this guy a chance, you know, give him another year, see what he can do, blah, blah, blah. With Van Howe, you just like, he needs, he needs just to kick out the club, but just bounce, just go away, J- jump on the first flight to um, Eindhoven or, Andal- or um, I thought I said um Amsterdam. Just just go somewhere. Like, because you're, you're embarrassing yourself. The fact that you came out and said, we're still, we're, we're still bigger than Tottenham. Um, Man United and Tottenham are not rivals like that, bruv. We're not rivals like that. You sound like a kid on FIFA. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so betting. Yeah, you want my number. I'm so betting you, bro. Oh, I'll play again. Hey, pick up the pad. Let's play again, man. Rematch. That's what you sound like. You, you, you're, you're an embarrassment to the club and you're an embarrassment to yourself. And you're just making May Night look even worse. People are not laughing at May Night now. They're laughing. I'm not done, bro. Don't boy with hand at me, bro. <laughs> Alright, I'm need done. I'll, I'll try and cut it down. People are laughing at you. And you're now making Man United the joke of the Premier League, despite Aston Villa's failures and everything. Everyone talks about Man United, and it's not a case of, oh, Man United are the team to beat like it was in the past. It's just a case of now, Man United, we have to embarrass them. Simple as that. I'm going into that Leicester game thinking, yeah, they're going to come to Old Trafford and slap us. Calm. Why am I thinking that? Because when you went to Leicester, you were 3 1 up, you lost the game 5 3. Because when you see your team was in trouble, you didn't do anything before, let me sit down. Did you find the solutions by them shelf? Really? Really? Go on. That was a weird mix between Van Gaal and Kermit the Frog. Yeah, because that's what he reminds me of. 
He's as, <laughs> he's, he's as ugly as Kermit the Frog as well. Oh, wow. So, listen, all I want to say is, yeah, if you're any if any Maynard person inside or wherever you listen to this, yeah, make sure this guy is sacked because I've told these guys already, I will eBay my Maynard shirts and I'll buy a Tottenham shirt for next season, bro. I don't care. Until he bounces, I'm done because this is a joke. I don't, I have not supported Maynard for 23 fucking years to be watching this kind of nonsense on my TV. I don't, I'm not going. I'm not going to any more games. You can call me an armchair fan. Call me an armchair fan. So what? Fuck me United, didn't it? I'm done. I'm actually done. I'm I'm done with them until Van Hout is gone. I don't care. He has to go. He is an embarrassment to the club, and you still want to keep him in because he's my guy. Because the Galactical era. That's what I want to do. I want to buy all the top players to compete with Real Madrid. Like Madrid have been the most successful club in Spain. Like Barcelona have been slapping them around for bands for years. Wake up and get rid of him and. Anyone that ever hires him, they're even just braving themselves. Holland wants to bring him back. Take him, please take him. Take him away. I'm done. Michael drops the mic, walks out. No, he doesn't. He's still sitting there. Anyway, uh, next. Let's, let's, done with the games. Done with the games. You know what else are done? See, because Aguero missed the fucking penalty. Dip shit. <laughs> anyway, next matches for this week. As well as Norwich Sunderland. Sunderland 2 Darren agrees. Yeah, agrees. <laughs> Everton Southampton. Southampton 2 Darren also agrees. Uh, Man United Aston Villa. Aston Villa 1 0. I don't care. I want him gone. 1 1. I want him gone. 1 0. Okay. <laughs> Newcastle Swansea. Newcastle win that game 1-0 I'm going to say Darren agrees Darren agrees with everything Michael says uh, West Brom Watford 0-0 no, no. Chelsea Man City Ooh. Chelsea 2-1 Ooh. just about uh, Bournemouth Liverpool Liverpool 4-1 ouch uh, Leicester West Ham West Ham 3-2 Okay. Arsenal t- um, Palace. Arsenal 3 0. No. Check the fuck up. No, you're winning 3 0. No. Stoke Tottenham. Tottenham. So I think they'll scrape it. 1 0. No. Or 2 1. They no. will scrape it. Michael. Top bins this week. Who wins it? Top bins. Mm. I'm giving it to Gilf. Just because it's Gilf. Gilf! Gilf! Just because it's Gilf. It wasn't, it wasn't really a top bins, but it's Gilf, so I love it. Was there any top bins this weekend? I think there was one. I think there was one. But I'm still giving it to Gilf. Okay, Gilf is Sigurdsson wins it. It's got against Chelsea as well. Actually, no, no, no. I'm giving it to Lamella. I'm giving it to Lamella. I'm giving it to Toby Alderweireld. And um, who's the other one? Deli Ali. Yeah, to all, of, all you three. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so it's pretty much like the uh, Miss World contest. You, oh, you crowned one. <laughs> yeah, you snatched it away and gave it to you. Call me Steve Harvey. You're cold, Steve Harvey. You're cold, man. Michael, back to you. Where can they find us? Um, Twitter, free in midfield. Uh, Soundcloud.com slash free in midfield. And I believe the website is still alive. Oh, wait, no. iTunes! Ah, oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Go iTunes free midfield as well. How can I forget? How can you? How can I forget? I was actually promoting to people when I was away. <laughs> nice. And um, uh, the website apparently is still there. Free midfield.com. Yeah. yeah um, when we have time, we'll do something. Stop making false promises. Just I stop. said when we have time. That's not a promise. Just, just stop. When we have time. It's, it's sort of a promise. Just stop. Okay. Just right. stop. All right, cool. The website's dead. Okay. R.I.P. the website. Don't. Who's that? Oh. 
Oh, this has been another episode of the Freedom of Football Podcast. Good night. Good night.